sure if i just changed my my uh mode on teams now we're all sitting in chairs but i think no one else can see it but me uh <clears throat> i didn't know that was an option uh but thanks for asking uh roy we do have a sponsor um our first sponsor is downtown portland buffalo wild wings are you a weary business travel that can't think of anywhere to get food poisoning come enjoy our boneless wings Serve the way nature intended it. Ice cold. After this meal, your pronouns will be Sa Manella. Back to you. Beautiful. Thank you, uh, B Dub, right there. Um, okay, uh, news. Here we go. So uh, um, I think uh, first thing uh, everybody knows that uh, Aaron Rodgers is uh, now a jet. Is that, uh, is that true? You guys all know that. Um, yeah. In other news, uh, and, and this is NFL, uh, the Ravens uh, made uh, Lamar Jackson the highest paid player I saw today. Yeah, he got the bag, right? I mean, yeah. a bunch guaranteed, too. Um, I didn't see the, all the exact numbers, but uh, they must have come to an agreement. I'm glad because uh, I, I heard some rumors that he was flirting with the 49ers. And I would hate to see that twice a year. Oh, wow. That would yeah. be a nightmare. I think my 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 favorite part about the, the Aaron Rodgers trade is that he's out of the NFC. Yeah. Very true. No kidding. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, so the other, uh, the other bit of XFL news here is uh, we got some uh, attendance news. Okay, so... Uh, uh, best to worst, average attendance we're talking here. Uh, the Battle Hawks averaged uh, 35K uh, per, per game. The Brahmas, uh, Shane's, Shane's, uh, Shane's team there, uh, about 15K. Uh, the Defenders, uh, defending uh, uh, the Capitol, they're uh, 14 and... Some change uh, average. The Sea Dragons, and this this is a little surprising. Uh, only mustered twelve uh, three on the uh, I guess average attendance. Uh, the Renegades are right at twelve thousand. The Roughnecks also pretty good showing for them. Um, not so much in the attendance, uh, just uh, under twelve thousand. Uh, the Guardians of Orlando, um, I apparently got swept out by a hurricane because they only mustered 9,000 fans uh, average. And the Vipers, I think more people chose slot machines over football games, 6,000. Uh, in those low numbers uh, in comparison, if, uh, if a local ice cream shop in Ording can outdraw the Vegas Vipers, that's not good. As long as Mother Nature cooperates, that evil, evil woman. So here's a, 
so yeah, so I mean, when you look at the numbers, uh, one of the, each team had five home games. The the uh, the Battle Hawks, I think, got to, to about 180, and at the bottom, the Vipers were around 30. Thousand. Uh, I think we've got more views on this, uh, or list, uh, you know, listeners on this podcast than the Vipers had all season. How about that? No doubt. Um, it, it, in other news, um, the only person that has more unread messages in their Yahoo Mail <laughs> than Shane Fairbanks is probably Zach Wilson, and they're all uh, the forty-five and up uh, moms of America. <laughs> Fun fact about that, there's a lot of those emails uh, have the same tagline. They just want me to click on it. 45 and older mothers. Apparently, there's a lot of single women in your area that want to meet you. <laughs> Apparently, yes. I mean, I must be really, really popular because I get them every day. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be, you know, that and, and they want my credit card number. Isn't that weird? I don't know. I'm sure it's just for a dinner reservation. It helps identify the person, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's it for the news, Code. That's, uh, that's what we got. Uh, thoughts on uh, attendance, uh, fellas? Anybody? Uh, uh, um... Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a thought. So uh, as far as the St. Louis goes, I think that uh, that's kind of tracking with uh, it, the Rams leaving there a few years ago. Uh, they have a you know built-in fan base that loves football. You take away their team. I, I guess I could have gone two ways. I could have either thrown a big middle finger to uh, football in general after having the Rams taken from them, but it uh, looks like they went the other way, and they're just embracing having a uh, professional football team in town now. Yeah. You know, it might be similar to like uh, whenever they have any sort of professional basketball game in Seattle, like a like a practice game or a preseason game, like Golden State will play somebody in Seattle. It's packed. I mean, it's filled up, right, for the one game. So the teams that had a pro team and then they got it ripped from them probably are, are jonesing for that league to come back. So, yes, that makes sense with St. Louis. Yeah, I guess – if you make a good showing, right, it uh, potential suitors are uh, seeing that uh, the fan base is there, uh, the opportunity um, is there, and uh, you're sending that message, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, and along with what Shane's saying, that's kind of uh, leads me to believe that we're going to have a hopefully have an NBA franchise in the next round of expansions here. Uh, we've got the new arena. They redid it for the crack, and I mean, if it's good enough for the NHL, I gotta imagine it's probably good enough for the NBA. Has anybody in this um, this podcast seen the new arena in Seattle? I've not been there. Nope. Uh, not Not We're not talking climate pledge. Right? Yeah, climate pledge. Yeah, have you, has anyone been there? Yeah, me and Cody. Me and Cody were in climate pledge. Uh, we we saw an AEW. Event oh, there. that's right. Yeah. Uh, Shane, your old doppelganger, uh, Chris Jericho, was, uh, <laughs> sure. was performing. Sure. <laughs> Before you cut your hair. Yeah, that was that was uh, Sans baldness. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, the, actually, the the new arena there, um, Cody. I, I don't know. What's your thoughts? I, I thought it was pretty nice, actually. 
Yeah, honestly, the arena is actually really nice over there. I mean, because before you enter the state, the arena, there's like, you know, trees all around the place, but I think the seats were, well, maybe it's because we were sitting for so long, the seats were a little bit uncomfortable, I think, but it wasn't too bad. How was it getting in and out? Was it easy to, I've heard that, I mean, where it's at, there's not a lot of parking. How was it to get there? So, you know, I, I don't know that we have a good uh, gauge on that because we got there reason, pretty pretty early, right, Code? Uh, yeah, it was pretty early, I think, when we got there. We, we were there maybe like an hour and a half early or something. So we missed the traffic. They had some warm-up matches, you know, that kind of stuff. So we were in there pretty early, and we only par we parked two blocks away in a, a private parking lot. Uh, it was 20, 20 bucks, I think. But if you were closer, you could definitely see in that area parking could be a, could be an issue. Well, hopefully, I'll, we'll be able to get up there. But so far, no plans. I don't have it. I mean, maybe you know. I think it was tough to get cracking tickets now. Just imagine we start winning playoff series is going to be even more difficult next year right seahawks 2.0 what were you, <laughs> you going to say oh, i was going to ask if you uh knew what the capacity was. oh uh, i oh. i would think it's it's got to be upper 20s at least if i'm yeah. just comparing it to the rose garden or well whatever the portland arena is now i used to be smell like roses now it's piss and tents um but <laughs> no uh the, what do they call it rose garden now code uh rose garden is moda center now moda center it? yeah moda moda that's yeah. right but um yeah, what yeah, is moda I, hey what is moda it's a, a health i think it's a health care uh, <laughs> i think it is a health care yeah. yeah makes sense because yeah, health care is the first thing i think of when i go to portland Absolutely. <laughs> Testing for herpagana syphilis. Yes. After, uh, walking, walking down the uh, the streets, the the mean streets. Uh, okay, Coda. What uh, what else we got uh, lined up here for our next segment? All right, and now we are going to do our hot or not segment next. Oh, hot or not? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. A little shake up yeah. in the in the program here. Hello. <laughs> the segment that is sweeping the nation. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Today's uh, today's segment on the podcast will be brought to you by Big Maynard's House of Style. White hats, white shoes, swag like a mofo. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been a white belt mixed in the middle of all of that with a an emblem or an eagle or something was on the front of that thing. Kurt, don't look, but there's someone behind you. Kurt, there's someone behind you. Oh, that was a uh, a young gentleman fresh out of the shower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't turn around. Uh, all right. First, first uh, well, we kind of touched on it already, but uh, we'll just do a real quick uh, yay or nay on it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Oh. Nay, no, absolutely not. Yeah, he's going to be a one-hit wonder. Three, 
four weeks in, I think it's going to look really good on paper for, you know, four or five weeks. The fans are going to rally. They're going to get a couple more wins than they did last year at that time. And by week six, I, you know, I think it all comes crumbling down. Look, if you know the scheduling people are going to jump all over this thing, right? Jets are going to be on every Sunday night, Monday night, whatever, for a while. And I think this has potential to be like Russell Wilson last year, like a total dud. We'll see if he wins the games, but you know they're going to want to put him up against the big-time other teams. And I don't know if the Jets are ready for the prime time. So we'll see. They're, I think, we're like Roy said, we're going to know right away. By the way, Cody, as you're drafting uh, your NFL team, consider Aaron Rodgers as maybe one of your first picks. <laughs> no, God, no. No. How come I think Cody's first-round pick is going to be Ben DiNucci? That's only if he gets drafted to the NFL. <laughs> he might be. Yeah, I, uh, I think that he was uh, – not doing so well with the media in Green Bay, and I don't think it's going to get any better going to the largest media market in the uh, in the country. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say not on that one also. Yeah. All right, and uh, number two hot take in my household, uh, Red Vines or Twizzlers? You know, I really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, I'm really curious if anyone has changed their mind or if we've even confirmed anything. But I'll start here because the the reason that I picked uh, Red Vines is because I believe that the Red Vines have a hole in the middle. And I still am not convinced that Twizzlers don't have a hole in the middle. So until otherwise, Red Vines because I need it for a straw. And... um... So my opinion in this is uh, I believe that Twizzlers uh, do have a hole, um, but um, it, it takes uh, a little bit of work uh, to uh, uh, reestablish it, if you will. Uh, like maybe they got stepped on or something. Um, Twizzlers, uh, better straw uh, for the duration, uh, but um, Red Vines, uh, much more easier to uh, consume um, after using it as a straw. Do you know why, if there is a hole in Twizzlers, that they're always tougher to get to work again? Because they're so terrible, they're always at the bottom of the bowl getting squished by the other better candy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cody, Twizzlers or uh, Red Vines? So the one that has the hole in the middle, is that the Twizzlers? Uh, no, Cody. That's obviously the red, the the uh, red vines. Oh, <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> I'm going uh, Twizzler based on taste and based on the fact that red vines tend to get stuck in my teeth, and then I'm in the back of the theater trying to pick popcorn and red vines out of my teeth at the same time. Okay, well that's a, that's actually no a really compelling argument. I. I uh, the, the teeth factor, and then when you combine it with popcorn, uh, damn it. Yep. Well, I think this is a, a hot debate that needs to be resolved at some point. we got to get uh, some information, but who knows? You know, this might just be uh, just like politics. I mean, we might be uh, – I, I think the, the both sides are so uh, deeply entrenched that we might be talking to a political. I, I don't think any, any – uh, any a 
opinions are going to get changed on this podcast or any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. Hot or not, number three. We're going with all-star breaks that come mid-season. And uh, I believe that the NFL is the only one that doesn't do this. I think the NBA, NHL, and the uh, MLB all have their, their, their breaks smack dab in the season. Yeah. Well, for me, this is definitely a not. I can't stand the momentum shift, break, whatever you call it. Um, when you're naming all-stars based on their uh, performance, uh, you know, in the first half of the season when it really doesn't count. Uh, um, yeah, that's a not for me. Not for me as well. I don't like the breakup, especially baseball with the pitchers. Um, that it throws them off their game. Some of them really want to pitch, so they'll adjust their uh, starting habits, etc. And others, um, they just look at it as a, a long vacation, I suppose. But I don't like it because I think it throws baseball teams off. For me, I think it's a not also, but if I'm right, I believe usually the fans vote for all the players that go into All-Star, if I'm right. Well, the fans do. You're right. But yeah. what do the fans have uh, to uh, to base their decisions on, I guess, is, the, is kind of the point. It's like, uh, you know, smelling the cooking before tasting it, if you will. Absolutely. You know, they should change it, but not until after this season, because this season the Mariners are hosting the All-Star game. So let's not change that up, right? That's right. I'm going to agree with you, uh, Cody, uh, as long as with, with, with the fans voting, especially with baseball. I mean, they could be voting for All-Stars uh, already at this point. We're only, uh, you know, a month into the season. I think uh, to really to – really be fair, you got to evaluate the uh, player on the whole season. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go not, not hot on this. That's almost like voting for your favorite minister of ceremonies, right? You know, almost when they, they kiss and then you announce them, and that's when the votes happen, and then you realize that there's no rings. Exactly. Votes might be swayed one way. I don't know. You don't, you don't know what's going to happen in the last five minutes. You just don't know. They don't call me uh, second take for nothing. <laughs> Good old two takes. <laughs> All righty. Uh, fourth, we're going with uh, cuckoo clocks. What are our, what, hot or not on cuckoo clocks? Well, uh, my my experience with uh, cuckoo clocks goes back uh, uh, to the '80s. Uh, if, you know, back in the uh, big hair uh, uh, band days of, uh, you know, rock and roll and all that uh, good stuff. The only uh, time I was ever around a, uh, a said cuckoo clock uh, was at my grandparents' house in Bellingham, uh, Washington. And uh, they had a, it was in a room. Uh, kind of by itself that nobody cared about, like nobody used. And uh, I think there was two of them in there, actually. And, you know, it had that, uh, it, it smelled like old people there. Uh, I remember that. It had that musty uh, smell and uh, also uh, kind of uh, the, those, uh, those, those wacky clocks. Uh, that, that, that's what I, uh, that's what I recall. I'm going to go with 
uh, even though the trip down memory lane uh, is uh, is kind of nice, uh, bittersweet, uh, no, not. Well, Kurt, it does sound like that room is haunted, and here's why I think so. When you walked into the room, did a young child walk out of the television set to say hello to you? As a matter of fact. <laughs> did the uh, creepy baby dolls turn their head when you walked in? You know, I'll give you one more. My, There was uh, some toys there, old toys. I don't know if they were from the 60s or whatever, from maybe some of my older cousins that were left behind. But there was an evil Knievel motorcycle. And you pulled the, you put this like stick in there that had gears on it and you just ripped it out and then you turn that sucker loose and it would wheelie down the hall and that some bitch would throw sparks all the way down the hall i don't know if it was supposed to do that but uh haunted yes <laughs> the evil knievel thing when you uh smelled it was it authentic enough to smell like bourbon and cocaine or maybe that was your grandparents' house. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was told that was just the uh, the ficus. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right. Not how everybody's grandparents smell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody, where right. are you at with cuckoo clocks? Uh, for me, it's a not because if it goes off every half an hour. I probably wouldn't get any sleep from it then. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going hot. Uh, they definitely add a uh, touch of class. I'm sitting here enjoying mine right now as we speak. Uh, it's a little, you know, half hour reminder that uh, of the uh, traditions in the old ways. What uh, what old ways and traditions those are, I'm not sure, but uh, you know, I enjoy. It. Well, that. You know, it does bring us to uh, one of our sponsors. Uh, that soothing sound is brought to you by Cushman's Cuckoo Clocks. Listen to the German lullaby every hour of Schlaf Kindlin Schlaf, the story of a sheep trying to bite the baby before it goes to bed, or everybody's German favorite, Strula Peter, uh, every half an hour about a child playing with matches and burning to death. Cushman's Cuckoo Clocks, made in China. German isn't so good, Shane, but I always thought Strulum Peter was something to totally different. In, in fact, I, I think I got my hand slapped for it uh, uh, once or twice when I was turning of age, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that, uh, uh, yeah, next time lock the bathroom door. Anyway. Um, <laughs> A true story, by the way. Yeah, that's on the secret menu. Uh, true story, by the way. I'm in second grade, and uh, it was hot dog day, right? And I thought it was going to be funny to uh, uh, unzip my pants and put my hot dog down there and uh, run around the uh, you know up and down the aisles of desks. True story. And and then from there until when I graduated high school, Strulin Peter was my nickname. It was a simpler time. <laughs> you can get away with that kind of stuff. Now, the yeah. teachers did put a hands on you, and they'd smack your ass and, and, you know, keep you in line. But, you know, things were different back then. You get smacked in the ass with, 
You might lose your stool and Peter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I just, hey, one thing real quick, Kurt. I remember, you know, that 30-minute uh, cuckoo thing was kind of like my grandma's uh, reminder to go check the oven or something on the stove every half hour. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> If, it, if we had a cuckoo clock in our house, that every half an hour would be a reminder for my folks to fire up another heater because they were smoking many cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, every, every four cuckoos, Shane, you had to empty the ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, uh, we, got, we got one more hot or not. Uh, the USFL, I believe, this last weekend made their uh, inaugural or their, their season debut. Uh, I, I watched part of the game. I didn't see a whole lot of it. It was uh, Memphis versus uh, the Mississippi. Somewhere. No, Montgomery, Alabama, I think it was. Oh. I, that shows shows how much I was paying attention. But, uh, um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it looked to me like a – I guess kind of comfortable to watch in a college game versus watching a high school football game. I think, uh, I mean, I don't know. Only time will tell, I guess. So uh, hot or not USFL. Uh, I'll start with this one. I saw something that um, on Twitter, I think from USFL that was saying they were like taking a shot at the XFL saying that this is like, get back to what football truly is or something like that. Right. It felt like they were taking a shot at some of the quirky rules that XFL was doing. So I, I don't know if they're trying to get, you know, the, the traditional, the purest football fans to start watching. I don't think it's going to work, um, especially long-term. That it, It's too long in the season. But if Alabama has a team, and it's not named the Alabama Hammers, what, with a hammer as a, as a logo, I mean, someone's missing out. Iteration of the XFL. I mean, the one back in 2001 that Vince McMahon ran. I mean, that was a little bit crazy, but uh, I, I don't think that the purists of the game would have a whole lot to complain about about this XFL. I mean, it's not, there is some rules tweaked. There's nothing crazy. Doesn't seem like anything detrimental to the game. No, there's nothing Shane, uh, really gimmicky or anything, you know? Right. Shane, how are we looking on time? We, yeah, we got a few more minutes. We got three minutes. Let me put that back up. So if I move it, you don't see it, right? So go like that. There yeah. we go. Okay. Um, so, Cody, did you want to uh, – what do you think about uh, USFL, hot or not? Uh, for me, it's going to be not for now because, you know, I haven't seen USFL acting yet, but I think a lot of fans are enjoying XFL, honestly, because it's a little bit different from to what the NFL does. Or, and I'm pretty sure the USFL, they might have the same rules as the NFL, maybe different. I don't know, but for me, I think it's a knock for now. Yeah, so my my take on this is uh, it, it's a knot, and, and here's the reason. I, I was in Baltimore last week, and, and I was flipping through the channels, and I thought I was actually watching uh, – uh, the Bourbon Bowl uh, from the Waterboy, and it turned out to be an XFL game. And uh, I, I was kind of disappointed, actually. Roy, what's the name of the game that the Lackawanna College football team plays? What's the what's that thing the called? Bowl. The, 
The wool bowl. The wool bowl. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The wool bowl. <laughs> Go figure. Right. Uh, the the wool. Uh, yeah, like pulling the wool. Yeah, uh, pulling wool is uh, got another reason to smile too. <laughs> pull, pull another game in Lackawanna. The wool bowl is uh, definitely uh, what uh, the Falcons were uh, hoping to take flight in. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, Kurt, where where are you at with the, this USFL? Uh, I'm gonna go not until they prove me uh, prove me otherwise. I guess it's kind of a, such a small sample size. We'll see what happens, but uh, I'm gonna they're gonna have to win me over, so I'm going not. So. And, and part of this is because they started the season, um, you know, so late, so far after the NFL, right? I mean, at least the XFL came in a week or two after Super Bowl. They got things ramped up and rolling pretty quick. But the USFL, I mean, holy crap. I mean, they just started a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and you annihilated the guy's uh, chance to participate in any draft whatsoever, right? So, um, you know, there's guys with two cell phones in their pockets uh, waiting for a, a call from the Jets or uh, the Alabama Hammer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're uh, getting, getting up against it here, so I'll go ahead and uh, put a fork in this segment. Uh, I just want to remind everybody, this segment is sponsored by... Dixon home for disabled dogs. No leg maximum, no leg minimum. <laughs> if you ordered a lemon pet, we're your best bet. That's Dixon home for disabled dogs. Back to you, Cody. Right there. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to part two, as I am still waiting for that jersey from Ben Denicki, as we are moving towards our player to watch and top player. Uh, Shane, who is this sponsored by? Oh, uh, thanks for asking, Code. Uh, this one is sponsored by <clears throat> the New York Jets quarterback camp. Some Come watch Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson throw it around to the field or on the field with their new teammates. Kids, don't forget to bring your mothers with you. The New York Jets QB camp. Throwing bombs and crushing moms. Nice. Uh, okay, I got. Uh, oh, code. What were we? What was this segment again? Go for it. We are doing uh, player to watch and top player, but we did a player to watch first. Player to watch. Well, I'll say that the player to watch is uh, is Ben DiNucci. I think they're. I, I'm all on board right now. Um, supporting the Sea Dragons all the way to the championship, which we still need to find out. A better name for the championship, but I'm taking Ben DiNucci as my player to watch. Okay, uh, so my player to watch is going to be the quarterback for the Roughnecks, uh, Brandon uh, Silvers, who is well rested uh, from week his week ten off um, because they didn't need him, obviously. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna light it up in the first uh, first playoff game. Did he not play last week? No, he nope. didn't. Wow. That's, you know, that's like dropping the mic because if you're playing the XFL and you're that good, they, they just keep you out of the game for the playoff run. That's something. And their backfield. Two, 
two of their leading rushers, uh, Borgi and uh, that Dia, Dia something or other, uh, the rested both of those guys and brought up a couple other guys. Hmm. My player to watch, I think, this week is going to be uh, the uh, quarterback for the. Uh, What's that? His name is Lewis Perez. He is the. Quarterback for the Renegades. I think if the uh, Renegades want to have any chance against the Roughnecks, they're going to start in the quarterback spot. So I'm going Lewis Perez, my player to watch. All right. So for my player to watch, I also did Lewis Perez, which I think he had one interception in 205 yards, but we'll see if he can is able to get a touchdown against Houston. I mean, I guess you never know on that, as now we are going to move into our top player. As that, who's your top player? Uh, my top player from week 10 uh, is this time around is uh, Jeremy Cox. He was a running, he was in the backfield for the Roughnecks. Uh, he, uh, he averaged a little over five yards per carry, had 120 yards all on his own, and uh, had a touchdown. Oh! Is that the? <laughs> Was that the cuckoo clock? <laughs> that sound could only mean one thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe that's my my parents need to fire up another sig. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, hey, an interesting thing: Jeremy Cox, Old Dominion. Oh, the minion. Yeah. All right. Ashley's uh, Ashley's uh, infamous uh, pick to the uh, final four as a uh, 15 seed a uh, few years back, I think. Yeah, that's back when she was really comfortable spending my entry fee to put the 15 seed in the final four. <laughs> <laughs> Not for nothing, but are we recording still? The the clock has stopped there. Paused. Or... Oh, I think she, she just moved it off to the side. There oh, okay. we go. Yeah. Cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Cuckoo. laughs> <laughs> well, I think right. my, my uh, player of the week. I'm gonna go back and uh, just recap the whole season. I'm going uh, Cody's main man, Ben Denucci, uh, for the simple fact that he is the leading rusher for the Sea Dragons, and he, they are in the uh, quarterfinal, I guess the semifinals, which is only uh, one round of playoffs for the championship. I, I, it's not very often. I don't think you'd ever see that in the NFL where the leading rusher was the quarterback that is that far, that far along in the playoffs. So, Mr. Dimitri, hats off to you. Not since the king of the dogfighting ring, uh, Michael Vick. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, Cody, when did they announce um, the MVPs of the league and stuff, like all the awards? Is it after the season or is it in the playoffs here? Or do we know? I think it's after the season, but they did mention something, I think, the XFL did where they're doing, like, voting actually for that. I think it's either next week or this week, but they're doing it individually, though, by teams. Hmm. So every team's going to have an MVP? Yeah, and then they'll probably just move on towards, you know, the big round or whatnot it is. Jeez, it gets participation trophies in the XFL. 
the heck is going on? So, uh, um, Cody, do we do we have another segment to jump on real quick or no? Yes, we do. As now, we are going to be doing our pretty much our playoff preview and talking about week ten. Honestly, leading to playoffs, as we all know, Seattle and DC. At DC, which DC has not lost a game yet, but they have lost twice, Seattle has. But that could possibly change. I mean, Dad, what do you think Seattle might have to do to defeat, you know, DC at home? Oh, well, I I don't. So I think um, Seattle, what, okay, so what Seattle needs to do to beat DC in DC is they need. To, to not uh, ride on uh, Danucci's shoulders. I know he's he's their main guy, but I feel like defenders have contained him to a degree that you know has led to those uh, first those, those two losses. So uh, they need they they need to be able to they need a surprise attack is what they need. Uh, you know, so, somebody that the defenders haven't prepared for. All right, Shane, what do you think? Uh, well, I think it's fallen on the, uh, <clears throat> you know, D.C. seems to have a pretty good defense, right? It feels like those guys can can stop other people, and, and the Sea Dragons like to air it out. So it, we'll see which one um, ultimately prevails. But I don't think that uh, the Sea Dragons, after losing, what, two games, the total of four points, I think it was three and one. Um, I think it's their time, so I think the Sea Dragons will pull it out over DC. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, third time's a charm. Real tough to be a team three times in one season. I think that uh, counter to what Roy said, I think you got to let Danucci cook. He's the uh, the offense. He's the one that took you there. He does lead the league in uh, interceptions by a pretty sizable margin. So I think if uh, he can play a good game and keep the uh, INTs to a minimum. I think they got a good chance. Hey, YOLO, as the kids say, YOLO. right? YOLO. We'll throw that ball all over the place. Backyard yeah. football. Cody, what, what do you think uh, they need to do? You know, honestly, I think for Seattle, you know, they probably shouldn't be leaning on Dinucci so much because we know defenders are, gone, are probably going to put pressure on them, honestly. But they do have some great receivers, honestly, and Josh Gordon, you know, and Pearson. So maybe they can become a factor into the matchup. Well, Josh Gordon definitely um, is going to be the guy that benefits from any ball that's thrown downfield, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So that's uh, that. I I, I like the. Uh, you, you just dance with the one that uh, you came with, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, I, I uh, the interception line, you know. There, I mean, he's, he's he does have he does lead the league in uh, interceptions, uh, but uh, um, you know, just like uh, Zach Wilson intercepts all his uh, mom's uh, Facebook mom uh, friend requests. Yeah, intercepting them DMs. So anyway, uh, 
All right. Uh, what else, Cody? All right, and now we're going to talk a little bit, you know, about Houston and Arlington. I mean, Arlington, Arlington is pretty much the same thing as Seattle. They pretty much lost twice to Houston. But Houston, honestly, I think they might be a hard team to beat, honestly, with, you know, they have all these players that they rested all healthy now for the next game. Yeah, uh, a fun fact I just learned today uh, that they rested so many people. Uh, the... <laughs> Houston, uh, okay, so uh, Houston does not have a problem. Uh, they, they uh, Arlington does. Here, so here's my thing. I, I know uh, Kurt and I think uh, Shane, we talked about beating a team three times in a season in any sport is a big deal, right? You play anybody three times uh, and, and, and sweep them, whatever. You know, unless you're the Mariner, it's a big deal. Uh, so they got their work cut out for them. I mean, you know, they, but, uh, at the same time, Houston is at home. Seattle's not, uh, Seattle's going on the road. Houston's going to be at home. They're comfortable. They've got some guys rested. Um, I, I think, uh, they can do it. I, I think that, uh, he, you know, Houston and, uh, Houston will prevail here. Here's something I just thought of, and follow me on this journey when I walk through it. Houston is seven and three. Arlington is four and six. Okay, you, there is no chance. In fact, I don't know if you can bet on XFL games, but you should put everything you have in the bank to for the Houston for Houston to beat Arlington. And here's why. There's no way the XFL wants Arlington to go to the championship game with a five and six record. No way, right? That's the wrong message the media can run with of a you know a team with a losing record is playing for the championship. No chance. Houston, watch those flags flying. Referees throwing it. You know we're talking like remember the Titans style. Drop it out of their pocket before the play even starts. Houston is going to win big on this game because you can't have a losing uh, team of the losing season playing for the champ. Yeah, I think uh, I think Houston is going to run away with this one. I don't think uh, it's going to be up. I don't think I, I think the, uh, the the good game to watch this week is going to be the Seattle game. I don't think I don't think Houston, the Houston game is going to be a real uh, real nail biter by any stretch of the very stretch of the imagination. What do you think, um, Coach? Well, for me, I know Arlington, honestly, their coach kind of has a problem with, you know, keeping timeouts so he can never really challenge anything, honestly, half at a time. So I think the big thing is they're just going to have to do the quick offense, honestly, to where, D, to where Houston can probably rest on the defense side. The quick offense might be their best bet on this game. Hmm. All right. It's a bold strategy. By the way, one more thought. Uh, did anyone watch the Sea Dragons game this past weekend? Did, it, did you see that they had the uh, St. Louis Battlehawks, a live feed to their yeah. watch parties mm-hmm. with uh, – the camera on the coach of the Battlehawk as he was watching his playoff chances slip away. <laughs> uh, it was beautiful. Wow, I, that's I, a bold I, move. I think that needs to be more mainstream. Yeah, 
So, you know, thinking about that, uh, Kirk, uh, one of the funny things uh, when Cody and I were at an AEW event at the Climate Pledge there, uh, one of the heels, if you will, came out and, um, you know, he uh, was insistent on how uh, Seattle sucked, okay, in all regards. And he, uh, they played footage of uh, the old uh, <laughs> Marshawn Lynch and uh, Russell Wilson failed uh, connection uh, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> over. That, that's rough. Yeah. Over and over again. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> that's one way to fire up the crowd in Seattle, that's for sure. He did, uh, and mission accomplished. So, uh, if we can, I want to circle back to the uh, USFL and the XFL. The staggered starts. Uh, is there an opportunity to bring these two organizations together? Yeah, I think there is. And I think it could mirror, uh, I think I might have said AFC, NFC. I think it's like AFL, NFL, like way back when it first started, right? Where you combine it. I don't think it's a big deal if a lot of cities have teams. I really don't. I think it can help with uh, some of the coverage. And I mean, I don't care really about the X or the USFL because there's no Seattle team. What do I care if the, you know, the Alabama Hammers go for the championship? By the way, I guess that's our new favorite team. Uh, but let's, you know, combine them into one and make, uh, you're not competing against the NFL. You're doing it afterwards, but it gives everybody a chance for more exposure. Let's just combine everything and make one league. There's no way both of those leagues are profitable, by the way, no chance. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, and, uh, even if they don't combine them right the bat, like you were saying, have the, uh, at the championship game, you know, the, the champion of the XFL for the champion of the USFL. Why not? I mean, let's, uh, you get a, one more week to sell tickets, you get some more national broadcast. Makes it hard. Well, and, you know, Shane, uh, the Alabama Hamas, I mean, how cool of a pick would it be? So, I mean, they had that movie 80 for Brady this year. Uh, or, right? Yep. Um, how about how about uh, 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 seventy two or seventy six, whatever the year for uh, Zach Wilson, and he's wearing an Alabama Hama shirt. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, a bunch of old moms on there. <laughs> yeah, I think seventy six is probably his uh, demographic. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, definitely. So uh, yeah, I think uh, we got a trailer there. Uh, you know the. A cover opportunity. So uh, no, I I like it. I, I think that uh, they why not bring the two together and, and not compete because uh, USFL definitely I don't see how they how how they continue in this market um, uh, given how late it is in the season. The draft has started. Um, there's not a whole lot to you know. There's going to be so many other distractions, and it's summertime. Who's Who's stuck inside uh, on on the weekends? Well, you know, you're either at a baseball game or you're out doing yard work. I mean, you've kind of lost your crowd, right? Speaking yeah. of yard work, am I the only one on this podcast that doesn't have a landscaper? 
<laughs> you, you, I heard some news today. You guys are living the blessed life. I do not have a landscaper. Well, I guess I have a landscaper in Arizona. To be fair, you've seen my front yard, and uh, there's a good chance I would lose some toes if I tried to mow that. <laughs> yeah, there's an elevation change on your uh, front yard. Right. Uh, and, well, and, and I think uh, my uh, my situation is uh, yeah, uh, two pass uh, two pass job for old uh, Rogelio. Uh, <laughs> He picks up dog poop? Yeah, yeah, uh, near as I can tell. Wait, now, Kurt, didn't your landscaper just run it over with the lawnmower? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, good look. That's a good landscaper if he's picking up other dogs' poop. I got a I got a segment before we get out of here anyway, but yeah. don't want to get in the way, Code. Well, yeah, we can do your segment, and we still have to do picks, but either way, oh, let's do our picks, and then we'll we can shift gears. Yeah, okay. we, we kind of went through that a little bit in predicting how the games will go. So, yeah, um, yeah. Cody, I'll start with uh, with my picks. I'm taking Seattle to win, and I'm taking Houston to win. championship belt that I get to sling over my shoulder or Cody gets to, to do or you know Roy if there's double points weeks I don't know Slightly used. <laughs> it's only one. 
<laughs> sure. Flying J, cleanest restrooms in Texas. Okay, Shane, uh, what, what do we have uh, on deck here for this uh, other segment? Yeah, so I got a segment. We just, uh, we're you know, this is a Thursday night. We're finishing up the NFL draft. And I thought we'd go around the horn real quick and get a, at least a first impression of what the Seahawks draft was. But before we get there, we do have a sponsor for this one. This is brought to you by Local 187, where nothing nefarious or shady ever happens. <laughs> Specializing in cement shoes. So uh, I'll start with uh, real quick, or no, Cody, you start. What do you think the how, about the NFL draft? Probably more specifically, how the Seahawks did on the draft. You know, I think for the Seahawks, I'm surprised they didn't draft a QB. Maybe it's because they're going towards Geno, but they did have a couple of linebackers, I think, and one wide receiver. I think Seattle picked up in the draft. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they kind of shocked the world uh, taking that Devon Witherspoon kind of high, right? Yeah, I didn't even know he was on the radar of, you know, that those he was looking at that team. I thought it was going to be more of uh, uh, maybe going with the quarterback or, or something like that, but I don't know. I guess that the draft didn't shake out the way they hoped. Yeah, I was I was hoping they'd take Jalen Carter because I think our pass rush, pass rush needs a uh, – Little shot in the arm. Yeah, uh, I don't uh, particularly care that they took a wide receiver with their other first round pick. I think we're set on wide. I think we've already got our one and two wide receiver. Uh, yeah, I feel like our, our 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 number three wide receiver didn't need to come at the expense of the number one draft pick. Yes, round draft pick. I agree. Um, but uh, you know, I, I at this point I kind of trust what uh, what Pete and uh, Dan Schneider is doing so. Dan yeah. Schneider, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I trust they're doing. Um, I think what was crazy to me was that uh, the Texans pulled off some miracle pick, and what did they pick? Uh, third and fourth overall, or fourth and fifth overall? Yeah, they got the yeah. second and third pick. I was out mowing the yeah. lawn. I came back in and I said the Texans are picking third. What the, what did I miss? I had to go back and figure out what happened. I got what I wish they would show what they traded for. I can't. I was looking for that before we started the pod, and I couldn't see what the what the trade details were. But it had to be pretty healthy. Yeah, and you never see a team go up and get the you know two of the top three picks. That's unheard of. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, what? Uh, didn't they pass on a QB too? I think that they took a QB, and I can't. Let me see if I can. I think they got CJ Stroud number two. Oh, they got the that's the Ohio QB, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then I think they went with that Will Anderson. The the guy I was kind of hoping was gonna if Jalen Carter wasn't there for the Seahawks, I was hoping that guy would be. Yeah. As a pass rusher, but it didn't pan out. Like the two top, you know, deep uh, defensive people. We're taken, and I thought we'd get at least one of the two to fall to us. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I they must be really big on this cornerback. Um, I, uh, for you know, for Seattle taking fifth overall, right? Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. Is it one of those things where you're playing on the house's money? You got uh, this is kind of a freebie from Denver, uh, but. Uh, 
the um, the the other guy, the receiver. I'm I'm with Kurt. I mean, I don't know that uh, our uh, receiving core needed a lift, honestly. Right. But yeah, you uh, spend a first round pick on a number three receiver. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're not that deep of a team. Are we knocking on the Super Bowls? Uh, the entrance? Do, did I miss something? Are we that good? <laughs> now, do we have, have Denver's first-round pick next year, too? Uh, I think it's just this. Is it I this? think it's just this year. Next yeah, year, but... and um, I think we have Denver's second-round pick this year, too, so we have a really high second. Yeah, but, but don't we – I think there was a provision for next year, and I, I thought it was second or third-round – we collected from them. Um, I think that was based on how many uh, danger witches Subray will sell, and uh, it didn't quite hit the mark we were hoping for, I think. I don't see that on the menu. Yeah, yeah, uh, true true enough. <laughs> you know, I blame the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals were at three, and the Texans moved up. I blame the Cardinals for screwing up our draft uh, at number five. I don't think the Cardinals have been the same since Ashley left the mascot hanging on a high five in the end zone. Well played, Ashley. Look what you've done. It's uh, it's kind of nice to have a dumpster fire of a team in our division. Yes, and not be that dumpster fire. Absolutely. So, and, and the Cardinals picked up an offensive tackle, right, uh, out of Ohio State. And, they're, and they were six picks. So, I mean, that's kind of – I mean, that's like Cody drafting a kicker in the second round in fantasy football. <laughs> now, Cody, that's never happened now, has it? It ain't that way. You know, that guy's name is Paris Johnson, this, this uh, tackle that they got, right? Listen, coming from a guy with the last name Fairbanks, you can't trust a guy with a city in his name. Believe me, can't do it. Yeah. Um, just rounding out the looks here. I mean, even the type, a lot of guys, there was a lot of OTs that went kind of first round. Uh, the Bears picked up one, the Titans. Uh, the Lions picked up another uh, running back, uh, 12th with the 12th pick but uh uh the packers ironically um they're uh they're they're getting a, a linebacker it looks like uh the jets got a got another edge uh edge guy here yeah i don't know it's kind of a yeah and there's seattle with the jackson smith jackson smith with an x how about that? Smith, no, no. Is that DJ? No, not going to work here very long. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see what day two brings with all these uh, other rounds. Yes. Yeah. My, my biggest takeaway is that we've got some, we've got some needs. And I'm not sure if they were addressed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, so, uh, change. We want to start just another short uh, blip here. Yep. Well, let's uh, flip it over here. And here we go. All right. Welcome to part three. I thought this would never happen again. 
<laughs> it's the wedding episode all over again. <laughs> well, uh, because there's some uh, interesting things that have picked up here uh, with the drafts, but uh, um, uh, I think uh, there was uh, a couple of things um, left over. Uh, so uh, we, we need to pick a, a name uh, collectively uh, or everybody uh, come up with a, a, a name for the championship for the XFL uh, next episode. Yeah, I, I gave it one day of thought, and I uh, came up with zero. So I need another couple days. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, what do we think uh, the advert? I mean, is this a is this a Bruno Mars kind of halftime show gig? I mean, what what do we think the XFL championship game is uh, is drawn in? Uh, is Lay's getting involved or? Uh, yeah. Well, it, I think uh, we, we think it's it should be sponsored by Bud Light. I did see, by the way, a Bud Light commercial today that was like centered around what looked like a outdoor country music concert during the draft. So I think they're trying to get their marketing flipped around and, and back to, I guess, the what they think the wheelhouse is. I mean, it, it gave me vibes of the country music concert we used to go to in Oregon. I mean, it kind of had that look, so... Interesting marketing choice, but uh, I think the country or the music halftime music show should be um, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboy fans. <laughs> A classic, indeed. It's uh, instant classic. You know, I mean, Bud Light, uh, you know, they just, oops, they stepped in some Clyde, Clydesdale shit, right? Uh, so <laughs> they're going to be on a mission. Uh, to, to try and uh, polish up those cans um, <laughs> for, for a while it seems like and uh, get their get their peeps back um, yeah I I, uh, I even uh, my mom I think the for the first time at the Eagles did not get a bud light uh, she she got a Miller <laughs> so, whew, tough tough crowd <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day Harvey Wallbangers down there at One Shot Charlie's. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we just got a notification on our Twitter page. Uh, Zach Wilson gave us a thumbs up for you mentioning your mom for the first time, Roy. So good for you. <laughs> that guy listens to everything. Yes, yes, he's very efficient. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, you can look her up. Uh, I think she drives bus uh, 69 there in Centralia. So. Yeah, it's the one with the flames on the side. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, and, and next, uh, I think, uh, yeah, so uh, the next episode uh, is probably going to be talking about uh, this uh, semifinals round, uh, of course. Um <laughs> Of the XFL, we're going to have some ideas of what a championship name should should be. 
Um, and hopefully the XFL is listening and uh, contacts the USFL and see if they're ready to uh, merge and, uh, you know, combine forces um, based on, you know, our thoughts there. Um, but uh, I think, you know, it's kind of a sidebar. Um, if you know, there's a couple of things we got some fillers. Uh, we could have, uh, you know, maybe uh, the plumber's crack. Um, yes. Uh, you know that that could be a nice little uh, bit where uh, uh, Kurt talks about things uh, like cuckoo clocks and uh, other uh, elements. Uh, uh, you know, in his uh, aura there that entertain Shane. Uh, Duct tape this and, and that, <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, nothing that a little JB weld can't fix. Yeah, and, you know, maybe maybe I could do like a take two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how about Cannonball Dookie take two? <laughs> uh, segment. Uh, oh, speaking of taking two, uh, Shane or uh, Kurt. Uh, you watched uh, or, or listened to uh, most of the wedding episode, did, did you not by now? I did, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, there was uh, a, a whole, uh, it seemed like there was a whole, uh, a whole reception that I was not a uh, party to. I was, I was there in body, but uh, not in mind. <laughs> I've seen some video footage, Kurt, and you were uh, winning dance contests, so you were definitely there in body. Yeah. And uh, kudos to you, sir, for winning uh, and being such a good dancer. Thank you. For, for real. Uh, and, and a big tipper, also. Uh, thank you <laughs> yeah. for those. Uh, <laughs> Maybe one of the uh, extra segments, Roy, could be uh, Cody and uh, Tales from Walmart. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Cody, what do you think? Uh, the, the, uh, the, the, break, uh, the Tales from the Break Room there? Oh gosh, that would be a long episode, then probably. Well, you only pick a highlight. We, you gotta, you gotta string it out over, a, you know, a, a few episodes or so. But uh, surely you've got a, 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 a little piece of uh, heaven each, each, uh, each week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cody, you got to have stories about what happens in the parking lot or, you know, what happens in the bathrooms or, you know, the the whatever aisle. There's got to be great stories out of that Walmart. You've been there a little while. Uh, Cody, give us one. Wasn't there a naked guy in the store or something that... No, I don't think that ever happened at our store yet. I thought there was some guy that undressed in the store. Like, uh, Roy, oh, if nobody yeah. knows who it is, maybe it was you. It was like a month ago. <laughs> it was like a month ago because he was like stealing clothes, I think, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was me. Or <laughs> I know another guy that doesn't have much memory from a couple of Saturdays ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that timing kind of lines up about a month ago. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. Well, Cody, uh, you're going to have to uh, jot down uh, uh, one of those uh, stories, uh, if, uh, if you will, uh, or, or we'll just make up some for you. <laughs> Any, uh, any, let's go around the horn. Anybody else, uh, 
want to throw anything out there for uh, for other segment ideas or other uh, podcasts show up? Yeah, yeah, podcast ideas, uh, segments. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's got to be. We can brainstorm for sure because there's stuff that can fill up. We could just talk about random stuff and it would fill up an episode. I feel like, but uh, <laughs> oh, did anybody watch the Kraken? Yeah. Yeah, we could definitely have a, a, a discussion next week on the Kraken and how they finish up the series. Yeah, hopefully uh, next week we'll be talking about them moving on to round two. Absolutely. What? Uh, how did the Mariners fare out today? I saw they were down early. I, uh, I take full responsibility. Uh, sorry, guys. That one is all on me. I had $9 left in my DraftKings account, and I was in Oregon. So I put $5 on a parlay of the Mariners winning um, and the Mariner and the to- the game going over eight and a half runs. And today's game, they lost one to zero. So <laughs> Cody, you like that. Okay, good. Uh, every time I put money on something, it loses. So that is a hundred percent my fault. My apologies to the Mariners and the staff. And, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, that, damn it, Shane, you done it, done it again. It, it's, it's really surprisingly effective. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but yesterday, uh, Mr. October himself, Robbie Ray, is out for the uh, rest of the season. What? What? Yeah. I didn't know that. So we won't, uh, we won't have the pleasure of watching him give up, uh, long balls in uh in opportune time from the postseason this year what happened to him i i don't know some he's got to have surgery on his arm he's growing on something long I balls think... at inopportune times doesn't that take you back to the jay buner days <laughs> absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. being long, down eight to two ball. and he hits a home run Inopportune times also make you think of how tight Robbie Ray's pants are. <laughs> and that's what it was. His lack of blood flow got him on the IR. Absolutely. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys are aware, but uh, I, uh, I, I, you know, I. Hopefully, this isn't uh, uh, any uh, in, infringement uh, uh, across the. Uh, uh, different platforms, but uh, my name was, uh, I was brought up on a uh, another uh, uh, web show, a podcast, if you will. Um, so uh, if, if, uh, if you start to hear those rumors, they're absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, Roy, I, I took, uh, I got the liberty and the pleasure of listening to that episode and heard your, your shout out. Um, I think those guys have the same dozen followers that we do. <laughs> I don't know if your shout out got uh, you any new audience listener. Is that the uh, the, the, the uh, Lackawanna County boosters? The Lackawanna boosters? Yes. <laughs> it's everything uh, Lackawanna in uh, indeed. <laughs> yeah, Lackawanna County dairy farmers of America. I don't know what they have over there. I even seen a lack of whack lake. <laughs> I, 
I thought that was just a derogatory uh, uh, term, you know, you just play other teams, but uh, it's a place. <laughs> so anyway, all right, Code, I think uh, we've uh, we've hammered this one. All right, as that will do it for this episode, as we will catch you next time on another episode of Cody, Dad, and Uncle Shane featuring Kurt XFL. See you next time.